We are going to commence our Everest preview. And I mean, they don't muck around. They get the big guns here on set. Ron Duffersy's here, as he has been all morning. And Brad Gray joins us for the first time today. Gentlemen, as I say good morning to you, Brad, this is what it's all about. This is, is why we uh, love this game, mate, uh, to get involved with days like today. And as I said to Duff this morning, how long did it take you to get through all this work? <laughs> good times. Never felt so good, yeah. hey, gentlemen, this morning. But, yeah, it was a while. But when you're assessing races like this, it's not as arduous as going through uh, those races. That In the depths of the winter months, that's for sure. But, yeah, I'm amped about today. Uh, it's hard not to be, isn't it? So the... Mm. The battery is fully charged, 100%. Uh, we come to the races, the sun's blazing down, and we get to approach 10 races with glorious optimism, as you do at the start of every day on the punt. Let's hope we're not looking for a charger about race five. <laughs> <laughs> Phone or for us, stuff? Yeah, for us. Because <laughs> that's a trap for young yeah. players too. Now that you're punting on the tab app all the time, the phone can get a bit flat. You've got to judge it, don't you? Oh, yeah, you've yeah. got to. That's a trap for young players. So if you're coming to the races today, make sure the mobile device is cranked up. Even bring the power pack if yeah, you've got to just plug in today. to get that little bit of extra juice. But uh, it is a ripper, isn't it, Duff? Um, yeah. Just excited for the day to unfold. How, how's the confidence? Obviously, it's hard to separate some of these good horses, but are, are there a few good bets on this program? There is. Um, hard, hard to back winners on a day like today, but you've got to go in with confidence. And the other thing we've got to look at today is this world pool, where there's going to be a lot of overs, as oh, we yeah. saw last week uh, with Gold Trip. You know, 30-something dollars, a, you know, a horse that was $14 or something. Mm. So what do we do? If we don't like Purton or, or, or Bowman, we bet into the world pool or, and take the risk with the tote. I think we might. Um, Pray for the rogue tote. You take more <laughs> quinellas and duets today than you've ever taken in your life. Because oh, those pools are going to be millions. Amazing, yeah. Andrew Hurley, as I say good morning to you, um, this world pool just adds to the interest of this day and it's going to be a great day of wagering, isn't it? Uh, it certainly is. Morning, fellas. You can't be springing out of bed this morning. You need your pulse checked. It's going to be an absolute cracking day. Cannot wait. And as I said, with the world pool, yeah, it takes in win place quinella. Also, the duet and trifecta, so, and Duff's 100% right in terms of, I was talking to Tim Ryan the other day, and talking about duets, he said, oh, the only ones that will probably play under are the, the Pertons, the McDonald's and the Bowmans, but um, yeah, keep an eye on that uh, throughout the afternoon, and that race, uh, that applies for races 2 to 10 at Ramwick and Caulfield this afternoon, so uh, crackerjack meeting, as you'd expect, a lot of uh, activity betting-wise, the amount of brekkie bet bets I'm seeing this morning is just off the charts, but, uh, yeah, just cannot wait. And just on that whirlpool, Romantic Warrior last week was 270 on the jump, yep. and on the whirlpool he, he started $1.55. Stop it. That just doesn't happen in the modern day. They, they're all levelled out late, these totes, but... <laughs> Uh, not even the big boys could uh, and girls could level that toe out. That's unbelievable. I didn't know that. Dollar fifty five. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, where they? Where do they go with him too? Now is he? Oh, he'll press on. Yeah. Just benefit. Give him. Give him a forgive. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Away we go. Uh, first race, Moulton Shandon. Should be a good day for them, I would have thought. Uh, oh, St. Ledger, Ledger Stakes. <laughs> would you like shares in them today or what? Uh, Moulton Shandon. 2,600 metres hurls for the first. Okay, Major Beal up the top. Opened up, no scratchings, please, no. Opened up 460 on Wednesday. It's a $7 chance now. 460, $5 now, Calipore. Our favourite is Cleveland. 340 to 350, opened up at 360, so it's been kept tight right throughout the trade. 460 to $5 for Benno, 21 Torrens, True Marvel, 51. 
Uh, $15 Outlandos was first bet, now 950 Raging Bull, 41 151 Apache Bell. And Land Legend, which has been well back, $8 uh, when we went up. It's $5 now. In terms of the hold, since we actually opened the market, the nod is going to Land Legend. Holds oh, yeah, probably about, let's call it a couple of thousand dollars more than, uh, than the favourite Cleveland at this juncture. Speed, you've got Major Beal uh, leading things up. Cleveland, I think, probably takes that position outside of the lead, and then they just fall into place from there. Benno, uh, Torrens from Barry One, Carlapore, somewhere midfield. And Land Legend, I think he'll be allowed to find his feet, but we know he'll stay all day, Duff. Yes, very interesting runner uh, from a good stable, lightly raced import, and I'm very wary of him now. The money's come for him, but uh, prior to that, Prior to him firming, I was very hot on Cleveland. Uh, not much has gone right for him at his past two starts. He's been work in progress for Chris. Better draw, blink a second time. McDonald to rate him. R- a lot to like about him today, other than the great unknown. Um, so I've got him on top of Carlapur. Benno fits in nicely, racing very consistent now. And Land Legend um, is very dangerous. There's no doubt if they continue with this move... Uh, with 52 and a half on his back, um, he has to be respected. 3, 2, 4 and 10. Yeah, I've gone his way just on speculation. Uh, Land Legend, 10, 2, 3 and 4. If you're not with Land Legend, you're just left to pick up the pieces from the Metro, where it's a pretty easy case to make for 2, 3 or 4. But Land Legend, I know he's only a 74 rater, so he is rating, uh, racing out of his grade here, but he's run at Ascot. Three starts ago was good. Uh, he'll stay 52 and a half kilos on his back. And we know as soon as these internationals come across, you've just got to pay them so much respect. So I've got him on top. Two Carlapur. He was the strongest late there in the Metro, albeit he had probably more favours in the run than Cleveland. It does meet him worse at the weights. But I think he's going as well as ever. Carlapur, Cleveland, no lock there. No knock there. He'll bounce out, put himself on, on top of the speed. 2,600 metre suits. And Benno, he's looked particularly dour this time back. So he's another one probably looking for the 2,600 metres. And I imagine this has been a long-term time. Target for him. 10, 2, 3, and 4. 3, 10, 2, 1 for Darren Flindell with his numbers. He is in the camp of Cleveland in the first. As we go to race number two, the World Pool benchmark 78 over 1,200 metres. Um, lost a few key runners this race. Grabini's gone to a later race. Peace Officer also came out. Andrew Hurley's got the market. Yeah, it's the only race on the card where you could say it's been knocked around by scratchings. I know a star, zero deduction, two by one dynamic impact. Grabini, nine by nine, zero touristic Zoe's promise. Holy Man's two cents to win, zero peace officer, chairman's list, and Avery. Go up the top now to number two, Rise of the Masses, nine dollars to eight fifty. Very popular is Gaza Blanca, two fifty already into two twenty five this morning. Kamagui, $81. We've got $14 out from 12, Body Bob. 17 to 19, Highlights. Eastern Glow, 31 to 34. $8 to $9, back to $8, Ivan's Hero. Super Chilled, 31 to 34. 100 to 1 for Al Mahaha. Niles Murphy, $7 to $8. Sister Moon, 26. And Sequestered, very solid, 550 to 650, back to $5.50 this morning. Very popular early doors is Gaza Blanca. 
Yeah, they were going to burn turf here with I Know A Star in the field. Him coming out takes a little bit of sting out of the race. However, you've got Body Bob. Uh, we know his asset is sustained speed, so he won't be waiting around for anybody. He'll be doing his thing out on top of the speed. Rise of the Masses holds a spot. Uh, might be wanting to take the trail today just behind Body Bob. You've got Ivan's Hero and Highlights who have got speed on their day. And Nails Murphy, a tricky one to assess in terms of what they do first up here. Uh, an, international, an international runner with... Very little exposed form to his name, Doc. Yeah, look, uh, different complexion to the race, obviously, with I Know A Star coming out of the race. But, uh, look, I think, look, he was set up to run well in a Silver Eagle, this favourite. Mm. He just missed a run, so this is a lovely next option for him. I just think he's really matured, this prep. He's a lovely horse to look at. He's a real athlete, and I think he's very hard to hold out. I think sequestered is the danger. Just whether that half a sprinting edge is off her now. I know she's up 100 metres in distance, but uh, she was good the other day. and She's got an acceptable draw. She goes in. Rise to the masses. Things are can become a little bit easier for him now. Probably tagging um, Body Bob. And big query here, Nails Murphy. Couldn't find any replays for him, but I did notice he was the first horse that firmed on Wednesday which is usually a, a, a fair sign. But in saying that, I think he picks himself 5, 19, 2 and 16. Nails Murphy, he's the horse with the form around Chalton Lane, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so that ties in pretty neatly. Yeah, he, it does. He made an e- immediate impact uh, when he came to Australia. But I've gone the way of rise of the masses at the price. 2, 5, 19, 13. I loved his return there at Warwick Farm. I know we're talking about midweek form, but as a two-year-old, he showed plenty. He found himself in a golden slipper. Then at three, he simply didn't show up. Now, listening to Adrian Bott after that win at Warwick Farm, he said that he had a bit of a throat issue. Uh, that's been cleared up since, and I think he fits in well here, just potentially tagged. Uh, a tearaway leader in Body Bob, and he'll be close enough if good enough. Five guards, a blank out. The only knock there is the price. He's getting skinny now, uh, but he's got a nice setup now for the 1400 metres, and he'll be charging late. 19 sequestered, did beat a subsequent winner uh, last time out, and, and did it quite nicely over the 1300 metres. Again, a horse bringing midweek form, and she might be looking for a touch further, as touched on by Duff, but beat four for Cindy there, and, and did it nicely, showing a nice little dash. And 13 Ivan's hero. He's been up for a while, but 1400 metres, he'll spear forward. Uh, he's right. He's race fit, uh, and he'll run another honest race. That's typically what he's been doing all campaign. So 2, 5, 19, and 13. Uh, for Darren Flindell, let's see what he's come up with race 2. 5, 2, 10, 19 are his numbers. Garza Blanca on top in race number 2. Third race at Royal Randwick today is the Bisley Workwear, Reginald Allen Quality. It's listed over 1,400 metres, and hurls... Um, you don't have to answer this now, but I've just had a question on the text line um, about the world pools. Can our customers bet into those via the tab app? Uh, if you right. can get to the bottom of that one. Yeah, absolutely. You can just um, yeah select the uh, the tote as opposed to fixed odds for your selection. And absolutely, I mean, uh, amount of people now that do bet on the tab app is significant. So absolutely not excluded from that. Race number there three. And uh, we've got a full field here, so I'll do the fluctuation since Wednesday, and we'll start with Kundalini. Opened up at six dollars; it's out to eight fifty. Aditi six dollars to ten dollars. Jolly Star six dollars into four sixty. Arctic Glamour two ninety. Actually got to one ninety five this morning. It's out to two ten. Thirty four dollars. Oceans of Energy. Queen of Dragons eleven to twelve. Forty one. Bolero Bell. Zelta opened up at $8 on Wednesday. It's out to 14 251 Yarraville. 
Gentileschi is a $51 chance. Kind words, 26 to 21 this morning. And Broadcaster's been friendless since the opening whistle. It's 11 out to 26. This is one of the better back runners on the card, Arctic Glimmer. They've been jumping over it since the, uh, since the market opened up on Wednesday. And the only one they've tried to beat it really is Jolly Star, but very, very popular Arctic Glamour. Yeah, seems the world's tipping Arctic Glamour today, so no pressure on this filly, but she does look a talent. Matt, why she gets a chance? The speed should be genuine. I know you've got two stable mates controlling things out on top of the speed, but I think they'll both uh, roll along at a genuine enough clip. Uh, Zelta and Aditi, Jolly Star won't be too far away, and Kundalini, uh, she's got 1,000 metre speed, so she won't be too far away. He's stepping out to the 1,400 metres for the first time, Duff. Yeah, uh, what did Gerald have to say about her this morning? Pushing? Well, he, he was happy with Arctic Glamour, just goes back, looks for that cover. Um, as far as the map goes, but I, I, I pressed him. I, he, he was sort of making the point, well, we're going to find out where she's at today, and I said, well, where, where do you think she's at? Um, and he said, well, I don't know yet. Um, he, he thinks that she's a 1,000 guineas horse, and she could be a group filly, but today's the big day. Um, I think it wins, doesn't it? Well, if she reproduces, I know it's only a maiden she comes out of, but she was heavily supported and won with that leg in the air. Uh, so, to the eye, she was unbelievable. So, you'd like to see him do it twice. Uh, the market's in love with her, understandably. She's got to be top pick. I think uh, Jolie Star did beat Arctic Glamour. They were both having their first start last preparation back in June. So, tied to the hip a little there. Of the others, I think these two bottom ones are great odds. Uh, broadcaster, didn't anyone see it from the other day? Um, it just ran into... Dead ends galore, and I know she's still a maidener, but man, she might want a mile. But um, there was a lot to like about that run when you know unextended the whole way, and likewise with kind words. Uh, blinkers go on today. There's no negatives from Chris, and she comes out of the tropical squall maiden. So while liking four and three, I think. The spec might be 12 and 11. 4, 3, 12, 11. Yeah, I'm with her as well. 4, 11, 3 and 2. It's easy to make that case and say, yeah, she's coming out of maiden grey uh, at Rosehill Gardens. However, in the context of this field, most of them are in a similar boat, aren't they? Like, you look at the ratings here. Kundalini uh, rating 70 and the second top rater is a 68. So if she wants to go on and achieve some things, Arctic Glamour this campaign, and I think she's got the talent to do exactly that. Uh, she's the current favourite for the calendar Presnell. Uh, she wants to cement that position. She has to make a statement here. So not only was she impressive to the eye at Rose Hill, uh, she was sensational on the clock. She absolutely mm. smashed the, the clock there sectionally late. So 1,400 metres looks right up her alley, and if everything falls into place and she gets a chance to rattle home over the top, I think she'll win, and I think she'll win well. 11 kind words. I echo Duff's sentiments there regarding her being a shade of overs. I know she's still yet to knock off that maiden, but that former and tropical squall reads well. She did herself no favours there at Newcastle first up, half missing the kick, getting a long way back and, and hitting the lines at 1,400 metres at Randwick. Time to balance up and charge. Uh, she runs well. Jolly Star fits in. And Aditi out in front. Catch me if you can. And off pedigree, uh, this journey holds no fears for her. So 4, 11, 3 and 2. We're all talking about these maiden forms and improvers out of maidens. And then we, you, you should refer back to the top weight here with that form around learning to fly yeah. from the millennium. And then you've got the form around Don Corleone, beaten by Lost first up, but very honest there. Uh, I think the main thing is 11 to 1,400. That's right. That's right. So she was in at the midweeks on Wednesday and yep. looked very hard to beat in that race. And I think they saw an opportunity here, uh, the stable, and the same with Broadcaster. She was in the same race and thought, well... 
It doesn't come up the strongest race here, a listed race, so we may as well jump 11 to 1400 metres, and if she's ever going to make that transition, it's probably in this race. Mm. Uh, Darren says 2148 with his numbers, 2148, so he's a deity. He's gone the other way. So you were wrong. You said the whole world was tipping <laughs> off. <laughs> Trust it to be Flendell. <laughs> exactly. The he one bloke out there. Yeah, yeah, there's always one. <laughs> 2148. Uh, for Darren in race number three. As we go to race number four at Randwick today, and this race is for Toyota Forklifts, the Gloaming Stakes Group 3-1800. Important scratching of Pushy this morning, Hurls, and that'll have some sort of impact on the market. Yeah, it has. Eight by nine, the deduction, Mara Lee, Port Bockroy, Sakani, Koning all come out to zero, so just eight by nine, Pushy, the deductions. All right, we've got Tennessee up the top, $15 Wednesday, seven fifty to eight, back to seven fifty. Gambara, 11, 8.59, now 8.50. Tom Kitten, 2.40 to 2.30 this morning. Top it around that price since the opening whistle. $8 to $11, Raff Attack. 34, Kintyre. We've got Ravello, 11 to 12, back to 11. Snowman, 4.20 to $4. We put him out at 3.30 this morning. Noisy Boy, 101 to 81. Glad you think so, 41. Cape Ferret, $51. Highborn Harry, 81 61 Waverley. And Long Jeans, $126. I don't know if it was the old source on the fingers job here, but how we bet uh, $8 on Snowman is beyond me. Look at its form. It defeated uh, Riff Rocket last start, and uh, it's actually been the best back at that $4 quote. Did you guys see the tweet? Doing the rounds, I think it was last night. You've seen Elf on the Shelf. Now no, you've got to what? see Bowman on Snowman. Oh, no, no way. No. Yep. <laughs> not bad. Who built not that bad. one? I don't know. I don't know who the original source was. Yeah, but not, not bad. Bowman not bad at then. all. Yeah, that's, that's right. good. And he's popular too, isn't he? He's going to get his chance. So he'll be somewhere on top of the speed. I know he led last time out, but I think he'll be quite happy to take a trail here. Gombare, Rafatak punching up. Uh, Ravello can be closer here. Uh, drawn an inside gate. Uh, where do you go to thereafter? Well, you wouldn't think Tom Kitten would be too far away, and he shouldn't have any excuses today, but I think I said that last time out. Yeah, he's got to be... Um, he has to be ridden closer today, 1,800, getting around that first turn. Yep. Can he get up there? He's a yeah, bit I think lazy, I guess, sometimes yeah, in, in the a, early stages. These horses draw him wide at this 1,800. They've got a lot of work. They're going to be two yeah. lengths cleared across. Well, tell us about the start point. Well, it's just, you know, it, it's sticky. Mm. You've got to really... Run. Some horses can do a lot of work... Sometimes it's more important drawing drawing in close in eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds, and yep. uh, than and even two thousand meters here than than other races. So, I in saying that I'm tipping one from an awkward draw here, <laughs> but he goes back. I take he it back. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Tannhauser, look, I'm just throwing this at the stumps with him. I thought he was okay in the Ming Dynasty. He's been kept mad fresh since. Um, he's had a little tick over trial. I think the extra distance is right up his alley. He looks a real stayer, this horse. And, look, he's got the good run with Tom Kitten in the Fernhill last prep um, on a heavy track, which I don't think suited him. So, look, just at the price, I'm leaning his way to beat Tom Kitten, who's going to be very, very hard to beat. Uh, beautiful race for him. The setup's nice. He just had too much to do carting the field up to them the other day. I don't know what to think about Snowman. There was confidence about him the other day, and he beat that Riff Rocket. He is and, a rocket. And, and Riff Rocket was far lap there last oh. week. So, um, but I looked yesterday and wrote down $3.40. I said, what's going on here? Uh, but that's stabilised a little bit since then. 
And I'll put in Ravello. He's more the champion stakes derby type, but he has to run better today from that draw racing closer after, well, giving an impossible start there last time. One, three, eight, and seven. It just comes into how short of a price you're willing to take with Tom Kitten, doesn't it? $2.30. Yeah. I don't think there's a huge edge in that price, but sitting next to uh, Tim Ryan for Form Line there on Thursday night, I was trying my best to get a price, and he was pretty steadfast. He's like, nope, I like Tom Kitten. I think he's going to be pretty solid in the market. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you can't poison yourself by... If you've backed him your last two starts, you're disappointed, but... You can't be upset with the horse's runs. No, they've been fantastic. Oh, they've been awesome. He yep. just hasn't had any luck. No, he hasn't. Because he was flushed out 700 metres from home there last there night. No, he had no horse to follow uh, into the straight. Yeah. And then he still had the temerity to be to be strongest through the line. So I think that gives him a really nice grounding, that tough run over 1,600 metres for the 1,800 metres. And he's not too far off being cherry ripe. Uh, he's going to be very hard to beat in the spring champion, as the market suggests. So 3-2, 8-5, 5 2 Gambari. I don't think there was any fluke in that Dulcify win. Uh, he can go forward. He can sustain pressure. He's drawn wide, but they'll use him up a bit, and he'll still be strong at the end here. I think he's on a derby path. Snowman, well, the appeal for him is if you don't like the Dulcify form, uh, he's the default, isn't he? Because he just brings that alternative form line. And 5, Raff Attack. I think he'll start coming into his own now. He's just been a little bit one-paced over the 1,600 metres uh, and shorter, but out to 1,800 metres. Metres and 2,000 metres. We'll see him use that stamina. 3, 2, 8 and 5. Race 4 for Darren Flindell. 8, 3, 2, 5 are his numbers. Snowman with Bowman for Darren. It was it was us who tweeted that. Tab.com. Tab's Twitter page put that out. I've just found it. So we're clever, aren't we, Brad? Hey, Let's move on. Many, race Many things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we go good. Kosciuszko time. Race number 5. And it's a great field this year. Andrew Hurley, front page. He's up the top weight. He's the defending champ. He is Arkado Fender, super helpful. Grey Worm, all come out. Zero deductions. We've got a true market here. Front page, 5.50 this morning hasn't budged. Went up 4.60 on Wednesday. Imagine the scenes if Nemeth get up for Mitchell Beer. Uh, it's $15 out to 26 since the market opened. 6 to $7, far too easy. Akasawa, 26. In from 51. Cavalier Charles, 41. I've been trying 15. Opal Ridge, this has been the favourite since pretty much the opening whistle months ago. It's $2.50 this morning, in from two eighty. Mogo Magic, $8, has not budged since Wednesday. Bianco Villano, 34 41 our last cash. Sizzle Menizzle, 101 Gary Grove, seven fifty. Broken Hill, 34 And Kimberly Secrets, also at that $34 quote. All right, looking at the investments, it's all been about... Uh, Opal Ridge since the market opened, but Mogo Magic very popular as is Derry Grove. Uh, fellas, I'll just ask you about Mogo Magic. Is there a query at the twelve hundred in your opinion? Well, there has to be because she's never raced. Uh, well, he's never raced over it, so there's always a query until you stamp that off. Eleven hundred is a specialist distance, but boy. He's uh, he's looked airborne at the trials, uh, which you'd expect a horse like him too. But and he's the unbeaten horse. But um, yeah, I don't know. He 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 went outside the highway winning last start, so that's positive. And he's a very popular horse. But I personally, I have to oppose him today, which I don't like doing. I know speed is his asset, but front page he'll be handlebars down. That's his go. Yeah. Is there a scenario there where Mogo Magic is inclined to take a trail? Of a hot 1,200 metre speed? Yeah, I think it's I always been an option. I don't think they're going to bust him and eyeball They won't. Page. They won't. 
I don't. Maybe he might be better sprinting off his back. Yeah, I think that might be a scenario for him. And then you've got Kimberley Secrets, uh, who's the other speed horse here. Opal Ridge, uh, you'd like to see a forward of midfield, just so she doesn't have too much rump stake in front of there, turning for home. But uh, she's the, the rightful favourite here. Our last cash, what do they do from the gate? Do they push on? He's pretty versatile, so they might just sum it up in the first couple of hundred metres, stuff. Yep, I'm with last year's winner. I think he's the class horse of the field, arguably. He's, uh, I just can't get it. Some of his runs last prep, that town plate run, was just unbelievable, and he's a proven first-up performer. Ideally, maybe you know, maybe soft five, soft six, but I just think he's primed to run well, and I got to be with him at the at the better odds to beat the horse that is definitely the one to beat is Opal Ridge. She showed good class, come of age over the winter, and is hard to beat. Uh, far too easy, right there. Wish he would have drawn a better barrier. He just might, he needs a little bit too much to go right for him now, but he's good enough if Orman can, you know, duck and weave the right spots for him. This is a magnificent long shot, Bianco Volano. Uh, he's tried well. He's uh, an underrated horse. He's won four of his past five in very good hands. And, you know, I saw some 60 to one around there on, on Thursday. I thought it was a bit ridiculous, but... He's the best long shot. One, seven, three, and nine. What does the market do with Opal Ridge? Is there an inclination Soft. to take her on? I yeah. reckon. Yeah, I'd say so. You know, there's other places to move here. Mm. I don't think she'll get any shorter, put it that way. No, but I'm thinking so. high twos might be the sort of price you're looking at. And that's because of I what happened like, throughout the week? Yeah, I think I think the concussion plates. It's going to be in the I back think, of a lot of punters' minds, isn't it? And, yeah. the, and the big camps, they don't love horses first up either, do they? I mean, they no, don't think they'll be able to have a bet in this race then. Well, true, <laughs> there's a lot of them. <laughs> How are we going to approach Derry Grove off those brutal wins? Well, he might be at 1,000 and 1,100. So he's 1,200 now, but he looks like he's going to run 12, but he you does. don't know. He's had three goes at it and only won one third, but he wasn't the same horse. No, that's right. He's come back a completely different animal, hasn't he? So yeah. he's got to do the It's Me profile through the yeah. highways and make the transition against the horses who have mixed it in, in much better company. But Opal Ridge, for me, on top, I've made her the best bet across the card. I think she's too good, fresh. She is a rocket. I uh, loved her trial. Uh, and if the camp's happy, I'm happy. If she runs up to her best, I think she'll win. One well, front page. It won't drift now. Now that you've, no. now you've tipped it a special. Oh, yeah, drop in the ocean. <laughs> Seven, one, two, and three. One front page. Uh, of course, he's the horse to beat. Back to defend his title after he was... Uh, it was fantastic winning this race 12 months ago where he just went straight to the front, took no prisoners, sustained speed, and uh, he ran right through the line. So you look at his five runs since then. Four of them have been in group ones, if you don't mind. Two, Nemeth, $26. Uh, yeah, so he had favours when he beat front page in the, in the Wagatown plate, but... That discrepancy in the price is probably a little bit too big if you're playing trifectas. Uh, include him, and far too easy. It is the barrier. Uh, no doubt he's got the class of the likes of 7-1, and one, uh, Opal Ridge and front page. However, can he give them five lengths head start and run them down? Uh, well, he almost did so in the Ramorny, so maybe. 7-1, 2 and 3. Derry Grove for Darren Flindell, 12-7-8-3 in race 5, the Kosciuszko. Race number 6 is our next race for preview here on the Ramwick uh, card, and it's the... Feel free Sydney stakes at Group 3 level over 1,200 metres. Andrew Hurley with the market. Yeah, it's a cracking race, isn't it? Tri-State and Smashing Eagle both come out. Zero deductions. King of Sparta 
Yeah, they got on early. Eleven dollars on Wednesday, six fifty now. Palana five fifty and solid. One twenty six rustic steel. Rocketing by twenty three. Cold crusher thirty one. It's our time twenty three. Jojo was a man. Uh, fifty one to sixty one. We wrote a bit of a thousand at fifty one on Wednesday. Arcado one hundred and twenty six. Inver Park forty one. One fifty one. Shelby sixty six. Uh, Airman. Very popular, eleven dollars into seven dollars. One twenty-six grey worm. Bella Nettina is our favourite. Four sixty. Literally has not budged from that quote on Wednesday. Eight dollars Zapateo. It's a pretty similar story there. I am me five fifty and Argentia is at twenty-one dollars. All right. In terms of popularity. Uh, it is Bella Nipotina, but second best back runner, clearly Airman. And yeah, I don't know if Michael Hawks is one to, uh, to sort of get carried away, but there was a bit of a spark in his eye after its win last start, which is very impressive, to say the least. And there was $51 bet in that oh. first Sydney Stakes market yeah. about Airman. I don't think anyone expected him to come here with his rating. Probably mm. might have, but uh, they're, they're bullish about him. They're bullish. That annoyed me when I heard that. <laughs> yeah. like, where were you, Marley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably in Good. bed still on Monday. Yeah, I think, I'd, I mean, 50s is a good bet. It is a really good bet. Got uh, he's got to take another step up here, oh, but sure. if you're sitting on 50s, uh, mm. you're in a good spot right now. But uh, anticipating a pretty fair track today, so rail three metres good four. However, we'll get five looks before this because it's going to be significant and it's going to shape the market. If you can run on from the back, all of a sudden Bella Nipotina and King of Sparta come into play, but they're taking up a big percentage there at the top of betting and they're going to be giving away a big head start. That said, pressure should be okay. Cole Crusher likes to roll along 1,200 metres, albeit he's probably more of a 1,300, 1,400 metre profile horse. And I am me. We know her go. Uh, she's got speed and she'll be showing that here, Doc. Uh, yep, and uh, yeah, I, I probably, I don't think it's as fast as what we think, really, um, because Cole Crush is more a 1,400 speed horse. Uh, I and me should, I think, gets across here, and um, I don't know what they do with Valana nice and fresh, but... Heart rules the head here with King of Sparta. It's a horrible draw for a horse <laughs> like him. This stirred you up, didn't you, on Wednesday when the fields came out and you saw the barrier for yeah. King of Sparta. I bet you, He's got, I bet he, look, there's only one thing he can do is just look for Bella Nepotina's back. They're both drawn out wide. So I'm hoping that's the case and she's going to bring him right into the race. I think he's flying and I think he's been set up well to run well. Uh, she's the danger. Bella Nepotina, third up. Probably might have want, wanted us off the track for her and to a certain extent. Valana's just such a good first up horse. And uh, I Am Me is nice and fresh with control, I think. 113, 2 and 15. Yeah, with Valana, just with that profile. So he's won his past three first up, and he's three from three at Randwick. Now, I do concede that all of those wins have been on soft and heavy ground, but you go back to his win in the Hunter where he beat in the Congo, and that was on a good track. So I like the way that he's trolled, and I think this has been a specific target for him, uh, given how dynamic he is first up. 13 and 1, Bella Nipotina and King of Sparta. They'll be the closers. Look out late if they get the tempo to suit, and just get a, a, tra- a horse to follow into the straight there, maybe a three-wide running line, but the clearly the class runners here. Bella Nipotina wouldn't have been out of place in the Tab Everest today. King of Sparta loves dry decks. He gets that today. And could history repeat for rocketing by? He caused mm. an upset in this race 12 months ago. Uh, I think he's been ticking over okay. I like the setup for him from Barrier 1, where they just ride him for luck. And if he gets the splits again at the right time, uh, we know he's got a devastating turn of foot, so keep him safe. 2-13, 1-4. Airman got the basil, hey? Brushed him? 
But just at the price yeah, and the lead that he has to make. If he's <laughs> if he's fifteen, sixteen dollars in a race like this, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I love the horse, but just one one half a prep too soon for him, maybe. But you got to trust their judgment. Oh, well, and Hawks was up and about after Macarena won the maiden in an interview post race, and as Hurl said before, he really seemed excited after this horse won the other day, didn't he? So. You just get the feeling they think he's up to it. But oh, you never know. You never yeah, know. Yeah, no, they, they, they definitely think he's up to it. He wouldn't be here unless they thought they, that he was. Spot on. And there's two million reasons, I suppose, to have a crack. Uh, good prize money. He was also race. nominated for the Silver Eagle, wasn't he? I think that's where a lot of people thought he might go. Mm-hmm. That's well, why... If he's was... rating, he might not have got into the field. Uh, OK. All yeah, right. Belted so, out, so this might have been... Well, a that's, where, that's where the 50s, the 50s come from, as far well, as... Well, he's rating... What's his rating? 86. So he probably would have made the field. Yeah. Uh, Darren's thirteen two one four with his numbers. Thirteen on top. Bella Nipper Tina. We're up to the feature event, and it's the Everest. Uh, are these flies annoying you as yes, well? You they are harassing me. I thought me. it was just me. Who let the flies in? There is a hundred of them. They're, they're popular with. I'm popular with them this morning. Um, anyway, go away. Uh, we're talking Everest. Must be, must be that new cologne you've busted out for well, the that's I, I thought it smelled all right, but clearly not because they're just <laughs> they're just giving it to me here. Uh, it's Everest time. On the preview, uh, we're going to spend a bit of time on this race naturally and 1,200 metres. Um, it's been spoken about for weeks and months leading up to it. The slots have been picked. The horses are there. Andrew Hurley, as we uh, go to our 8.36 Eastern, what is the latest market with tab.com.au for this race? Yeah, the big one, the $20 million richest race on turf of throughout the world. Now, just before I get into the market at Caulfield and Ramwick today, the Tab Everest and the Guineas run 2nd to 10th. Bonus bet back up to $50. Don't get any better than that. All right, from the top, I wish I win. Uh, is a $4.60 chance out from $4. They got the heebie-jeebies early doors, but they've come back in uh, for four sixty for I Wish I Win. Private Eye, $7. Got to six fifty. It's back to $7. Our favourite is the stable, mate. Think about it. Four forty. Four dollars as short as this morning. It's back to four forty. Marzu seventy one dollars. Eleven dollars overpass. It was popular Wednesday. It's just dried up a little bit. Uh, very easy is Buenas Notches, which is a huge surprise. Nine dollars Wednesday. It's now an eighteen dollar mate. That's seventeen dollar chance. Hawaii Fibo thirteen to eleven. Alcohol free forty one. In secret, uh, market wise, has been a very good push. $17, now a $10 chance. Espiona, 21 to 16. Shinzo, the Golden Slipper winner, 17. And Cylinder, also one that's been popular, at $10. All right, dollar-wise, uh, I'm very surprised we are keeping high Hawaii Five-O rather, at that $11 quote because we wrote a stack of bets yesterday. It's the fourth most popular runner. This morning, I wish I win. Gee, we must have taken a very significant bet here this morning because it's actually uh, the dollar-wise uh, the best-held runner. In front of Think About It and then Private Eye. But Hawaii Five, though, as I said, we're holding a fair bit of cash on this. In fact, it's a horror result for Tab. Still keeping it at 11. This is a fascinating speed map, this one. So overpass leads, uh, you can write that in, in pen. Cylinder sits outside in the original stage there. 
Hawaii 5-0. I think he's the horse that's given a dig from the outside, and I think uh, Zach Lloyd on cylinder would be willing to, to hand up and take a trail uh, if Hawaii 5-0 does want to press on. Where do you go to thereafter? Well, think about it. I think he was the biggest winner from the barrier draw. He just parks in behind the speed, minds his own business. I don't think there'll be any intent with him to cross to the fence. I was listening to you guys this morning regarding that, and I 100% agree. I don't think he wants to be dictated to. I think he wants to have a, a bit of room there. So what does that mean for this position just in behind the speed uh, behind overpass? Could Espiona grab it? I don't know if they can ride her with a degree of intent and cross. I wish I win. Otherwise, there's probably a bit of a, a gap there up the fence. And does that lead I wish I win just to, to slide up in his own time? Because he's not going to be ridden with intent, but there mightn't be any intent to, to cross and find the fence on those in front of him. I think Nolan's only plan in this race should do to be inside Espiona, not letting her cross early. Yeah. That's the only thing you should worry about early. Yep. And then see what unfolds. The rest takes care of itself. Exactly. And, um, and on think about it, he doesn't want to go to the rail most likely, but he might not have a choice. He, he might I, get shoved to the rail. He might get shoved he down. Could. He could. Just like last start. He, you could see on the stewards' vision last start, he was keen to sort of stay off, but he had no choice. They Once those other horses started to come across and there was a gap there on the fence... I mean, it's an Everest. They're not going to be polite and say, oh, mate, you stay no, off the fence right. <laughs> if you like. Coming you in, know. guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the maps, I think it's everything this year, Duff. I really do. I think it's so critical to the result of the race. And well, most certainly. Mm. Yeah, most certainly. Look, I just can't get out of my mind his two Sydney runs. With the finish that he's got, I wish I win. And uh, just he's just so brutal late. And I, I think he can do it off any speed here. So all he needs is room to move from the turn on, wind into his work. He's going to be eating up this 1,200 with a 1,400 lead up and a 42-day freshen. Uh, Great trainer, cool jockey, good horse. So I'll have to be with him. I think Private Eye's getting out to very good odds for a saver. Um, Love that trial since the shorts. It's like he wants to be a sprinter and he's, he's really bubbling at the moment. How can you knock the winning record and think about it? He just keeps delivering the goods. And I'm going to put the three-year-old in only because of mapping factors here. A cylinder and blinkers, fit, three runs under his belt, back to 1,200. Um, ideal, ideal. Look, I could keep mentioning all the horses here, but I'm 1, 2, 3 and 12. I think Espiona's got a chance. I think Buenos Notches is getting out the stupid odds. Uh, it needs a good ride. Um, just a little bit awkward for him in the map in a wide 5-0. He needs a good ride as well, but he's going to be strong as most of these late as well, the way he hit the line the other day. Just but whether he's more of a Golden Eagle type. But I'm comfortable with 1, 2, 3 and 12. Yeah, all 600 kilos of Hawaii 5-0. He's, he's a big unit. I've mm. gone a very similar way here. 1, 2, 3, 5. So pretty much down the page. I wish I win. Number one saddlecloth. He was... Uh, pretty good winning the TJ Smith. Uh, that seems like a bit of an understatement, doesn't it? Uh, last campaign. That was a different setup. I do concede that, in that it was a heavy track, it was a yeah. fast run race, he was out the back and he got last look. Different scenario here, but I don't think it really matters with him what ground he's on. And if he sees daylight at the right time from barrier one, uh, which I'm praying he will, uh, yeah, geez, he's going to take some holding out here. Two private eye, he'll be blending into the race at the right time. I guess the beauty about his draw is that he won't have a, a hard luck story to tell. He wouldn't have thought. He's got Nash Willa uh, engaged at the moment. Uh, he was absolutely 
absolutely airborne riding with so much confidence and I like the profile of him being kept nice and fresh. He's so dynamic uh, when he's kept uh, four weeks between runs. Three, think about it. He is hard to knock given his record. Uh, he's probably a horse that's going to be better again as he gets out to 1,400 metres. Joe Pryor's pretty much said as much himself but he's the horse that just maps to get every single favour in the run so he shouldn't have any excuses. Where does he fit in? Uh, that sounds funny saying that about a horse that's won 10 from 11 but this is his biggest test yet uh, and accordingly the markets kept him safe on the basis uh, of that of that profile which I guess is fair enough uh, but he has to do it so I'm interested to see what starts favourite here I'm inclined to think that I wish I win uh, might just get the jump on him uh, 5 or 10 minutes before the start and 5 overpass uh, interesting market moves with him so as soon as the barriers came out it was the first horse that the punters jumped on uh, I think he came into as short as $8 now he's being forgotten about again so he has to run well he gets control uh, he was fantastic there first up and he's a horse that's got form through all the right horses so 1, 2, 3 and 5 bring it on Bring it on, all right. Um, what about in secret? Uh, despite the outside, yeah. she's continued to firm all week, and she's, I mean, $10. Well, she's got the rating. Yeah. She's got the rating. She's got the rating and the starting price profile, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah. She comes through two of the key lead-ups where she started $3, $3.50, and all of a sudden she was $21. Her, her and they, they haven't even worried about anything until this race, so mm. she's peaking on the right day. Just a little query. You know, she's, she's not a big, robust thing, and... No might have been the three-year-old she was a lovely three-year-old who was too good for them but yep. now she's with the big boys and a year older at four yeah little that's the that's the question she has to answer today do they do they have to ride her for luck do they just dive back to the fence and try and come through them because it's a big ass to go around the field isn't it yeah and she can miss the start and she hasn't got speed so what other options have they got you know yep. she, four deep no cover no hope yeah, we know Godolphin will be coming up with yeah, a few they'll different have plans. A, they'll have a plan. Yeah. I mean, you you book Purton for a reason too, don't you? I think he could pull a rabbit out of the hat without surprise. Well, he doesn't need instructions. If he wants to disobey him, he's a big boy and he <laughs> can get away with it. I'm not... Yeah, exactly. I'm not giving up on Shinzo. No. I, I might be on my own, but look... You're tipping Shinzo? I'm, I'm tipping Think About It from Shinzo. But I just think we've seen the slipper from the slipper a cylinder, King's Gambit. Uh, then come back and do great things. And uh, I, he hasn't sh- shown to me that he hasn't come back as a three-year-old yet. I think the no. Golden Rose was a write-off, back and wide cast against the bias, lame. Yep. He was trialling so well before that, and his trial behind overpass since has been good. K-Max won three of these. <laughs> Bit greedy. Uh, if he won a fourth, can you imagine? <laughs> but I don't know. I just... He might... He might. It might be too big of an ask, guys, but I'm not giving up no, yet. No, no knock from me. The thing that we were saying throughout the week as well is that you can know that he is 110% here because he's a colt. Yep. He's a golden slipper winner. If he wasn't right, he wouldn't be here. Yeah, so I you've got the guarantee that he's fit and he's flying. I backed him in the golden rose, and honestly, he was like a green first starter going around that first turn. He's oh, the bloke who was riding him, he's no good. That yeah, bloke. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but... And, and when you look at it, he wasn't beaten far. Out wide was yeah. a wrong place to be that day. And his trial says he's sharp enough. So and a, a, he's a horse that definitely, definitely needs a draw, and he gets one today. And I was only joking. Um, he goes okay, more, but, um, yeah, it was just a victim of circumstance. Last thing I'll say on the race, what if one of these apprentices win this today? That would be a great moment. Wouldn't it be uh, something else, Unforgettable. Eh? Yeah. Cap off a fantastic season. How'd they sleep last night, Duff, these two young boys? Ah, uh, look, they're cool. They're cool boys. They're, they're, they're professionals. They'll, they would have slept, yeah, but they'll be excited today. Oh, will they what? Once they get out on that track and 
in the theatre of the horse there and they see the atmosphere and the excitement this race brings worldwide, it'll be a moment for them. They'll have to stay cool in the moment. You'll, uh, they'll hear you singing Sweet Caroline from the Barriers, no doubt, Duff. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait. Race 8 is the Silver Eagle. Over 1,300 metres, Andrew Hurley's got the market. Yeah, good race. And the scratchings, Madame Pomery, one by one. Wallenby, Garza Blanca, Sebenac all come out, but zero deduction. So once again, we've got a fairly true market here. Pericles went up 370. It's now 420, but retains favouritism. Coin toss, an interesting runner, $41.00. Ruthless Dame, 5 to 5.50. Yellow Brick, 4.60, has not budged since Wednesday. Williamsburg, 51. 51 Sacred Centano, uh, the Kiwi. Kabu, $11. 18 to 17 this morning, New Endeavour. Straight Ace, 34. 81 Cote. Benedetta, joint favourite, went up $6 Wednesday. 4.40 to 4.20 now. Vienna, Princess, 14, 126, Rosetta, and Grabini, $34. Look, it's a strong betting race, as you would expect. Uh, Benedetta has been easily the most popular runner in the last 24 hours, um, and it holds just over double what Pericles, the joint favourite, does. Ruthless Dame has been favourite. And there's a couple that they've specced here. Vienna Princess being one straight acer, even at that $34, and you can throw coin toss in the mix as well yeah, interesting map this one uh, I wouldn't say it's stacked with out and out leaders but I think there's enough here at the top end to keep them all busy Kaboo punches up, uh, Pericles has got speed New Endeavour, I imagine there is some 10 is he fast enough though 1300 metres, uh, this international galloper now with Gay Waters and Adrian Bott Williamsburg holds a spot, Yellow Brick looking for a, a bit of cover and then a few others just file in behind here Duff uh, yep uh, oh, an intriguing little race and uh, leading up to the Golden Eagle I am with this mare from Melbourne who is just so genuine Benedetta uh, she's in to a right price now thought the 650 was good but uh, 420 now that's just, you know in a field like this where she needs a little few things to go right from the draw thought she'd try well on the right leg that form has been franked where she started favourite in the Bobby Lewis with Star Patrol coming out and winning again last week. So, yeah, I think she's the gamble of the day. Maybe a saver on Ruthless Dame. I thought I thought she was the main danger. Um, she's much better placed at 1,300 metres here and will be hard to hold out with a beautiful draw. Yellow Brick will be around the mark and I'll throw in Kaboo, who could be the forgotten horse off one run with veterinary issues, but he probably wants... Um, a track that's suiting those horses on speed. If that's the case, he's a big firmer here. 12, 3, 5 and 8. No sponsor for this race. Do you think we could reach out to Aeroguard, maybe? Yeah. Mate, these flies are unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> 3, 1 and 14. Uh, Ruthless Dame. I think she's got a lovely profile for a race like this. You look at a lot of the horses in this field coming back in trip, probably looking for 1,500 metres in the Golden Eagle. She's a sharp mare, so I think 1,300 metres... Is a sweet spot for her. She was a Sankster winner last preparation. Wasn't beaten far in a Stradbroke, uh, but I think about it, only two and a half lengths away. And I liked her run there first up in the shorts behind Private Eye. Uh, she was beaten three and a half lengths. However, it was a sprint home, uh, and her late splits were as strong as anything. At 12, Benedetta. Uh, Duff made the case for her. She is an honest horse. She's got good depth to her form line. She fits in quite well here. 1,300 metres holds no fears for her. One, Pericles. He's the class runner, uh, but you've got to read between the lines a little bit with him. So... 
he would have gone around favourite in the Epsom, and dare I suggest he would have won that race given the way it was run. Uh, he's had a little setback since, six weeks between runs, back to 1,300 metres. He's already in the Golden Eagle off his rating, so I'm tipping he's still half a run short. That said, he runs well on class alone. He's going well this time back. And 14, Vienna Princess. If there's a little sneaky here that can just mind her own business, get last crack, uh, it's her. I think she was dynamic there first up, and every chance she can go right on with the job. 3, 12, 1 and 14. 31912 from Darren. He's with Ruthless Dame. And by the way, in the Everest, if I forgot to give Darren's numbers there, he was 5, 1, 2, and 9. 5 on top for Darren in the Everest, which is overpass. The ninth on the program here at Randwick, we move to uh, 1600 metres. The inaugural running of the King Charles III Stakes, of course, formerly the George Main. It's a Group 1 mile. And good to see Mr. Brightside in Town Hurls. Talk us through the yeah. Yeah, punters are pretty happy to see it in uh, town also. Democracy manifests only scratching a zero. Think it over, 11 to 14, back to 15. Mr. Brightside, gee, we went up 290, $2.00. Bottomed out at 195 this morning. It's back to two dollars. Zaki 950 to nine. Back to 950. Back to nine. 151 Huerta, light infantry man at ten dollar chance. 34 my Oberon. Buckaroo 21. Zyrek is up 126 dollar pop now. Nugget 51. Golden Mile 23. Kovalika 19. Redenier 34. Uh, Fangirl, rather, $7 out from 6 on Wednesday, $34 for a tissue, and hope in your heart at 41 If I may indulge, I cannot believe the prices of some of these runners. Now, you've got Think It Over. <laughs> mm. How in the world it's $14 is absolutely beyond me. It's a popular horse generally, so I think it'll be shorter on the tote no matter what. Mr. Brightside's been very popular, and it's probably, possibly the best miler in the country. You've got uh, Kovalika, runner-up in the uh, in the Epsom, arguably should have won, and Redenier, you're getting $34 about it. I just can't work out the market myself. Yeah, waiter, $151, Zarek, $126. If that yeah. doesn't tell you the depth of this field... Well, if well I, can pull, I can pull another one out. I, I reckon, even though not tipping, I think the one that at massive overs here, and a horse that hasn't been mentioned, is a tissue. Mm. I think she, she's going as well as everything. She, she is the one that is stupid odds here. Aren't they all running for minor cash though, guys? Is if he just too good stuff? stuff? Um, yeah, well, it's not that easy. Mm. It's not that easy. Hi, Mr. Brightside. Yeah, I just think he's too he's, good. He's a cut above now. I reckon he's just turned into he's, he's gone beast mode. He's hasn't been he? priced like it though. Like True. I think now he has. Yeah, I definitely. think it's a bit disrespectful to say that he's an even money shot, a genuine even money shot. When you've got horses like Zaki nipping at his heels, light infantry man, think it over, fangirl. That's right. No, I don't think he gets any shorter. No, I don't think. And I know one thing. At the end of the day, we'll be hailing Australia's best racehorse. Whether it's I wish I win, Mr. Brightside, or Militarise, I don't know which one it'll be. Yeah, exactly. It's a fair shout. Speed, um, speed. you've got Zaki goes forward, guys. Uh, you've got Redina punching up to hold a position. Uh, you've got Think It Over, probably one out, one back. And I know Golden Mile found himself in front there uh, in the Epsom last start. That was by default, though, and where they drew. So I think they'd be happy to take a trail uh, if the scenario does present itself. Yeah, look, he's an outstanding horse. All the credentials in the world. Randwick Mile specialist. And, uh, yeah, a lot to like about him. Adaptable. Jockey's got confidence in him. He's top pick. I think Zaki is ready for a peak performance. We're still waiting for that lab to open uh, to get the all clear with Zaki. Um, <laughs> They're running on Queensland time. Yeah, that's a Saturday. They don't work Saturdays. <laughs> uh, fangirl, 
beautiful draw. She can race closer than she normally does. And this horse, Kovalika, he was amazing in the Epsom. Um, might want further than a mile now, but don't undersell him. Two, and like I said, a tissue's the other one. 2, 3, 14 and 12. Jeez, I wish Kovalika drew a gate here. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I so wish he drew a gate. He would have given them a race at $19. He still might, uh, but I couldn't find a, a spot for him in my top four. I might come to regret that. But 1, 2, 14 and 3 on price alone. What are we getting? $3.50 plus for Think It Over to run a hole. That is massive uh, for a horse of his quality. Uh, he's been nursed back to full health. And the reason we're getting a big price is because of his trial. So... Jeez, a lot of weight's being placed on that trial. If we didn't have that uh, and that slow recovery, uh, and Kerry Parker said he's come through well since, he's worked great, Nashville has ridden him since, and he's got the tick off there, we'd be taking, what, 5 or $6. So $14, that'll do me with the cherry on top, how well he maps here. He's got fantastic stats at Randwick. Two, Mr. Brightside. The only knock is the quote, uh, but he, at the moment, is Australia's best miler. 14, Fangirl. I uh, like the situation for her having finally drawn a marble. She's drawn wide gates and... Had to come round them at her past couple. She can be ridden for luck here, and if she gets it, uh, we know she's got uh, a nice turn of foot, particularly on top of the ground. And three, Zaki. Uh, he has all the right form lines, and he'll be up on top of the speed, making his own luck. One, two, 14, and three. Two, 14, five, seven for Darren Flindell, Mr. Brightside, on top in the King Charles III stakes. We go to the last at Ramwick on Everest Day, and it's the Angst. Andrew Hurley with the market. It was a beauty, Angst. Uh, died tragically. Uh, Art. Two cents for win, zero the place. As have seven by eight for Avery. All right, Amakura up the top, twelve dollars, thirteen dollars for Lassafile, Frumos eleven to ten, Renaissance Woman very well backed, eleven dollars Wednesday, six fifty this morning, six dollars Soul Choice, Mirror View eleven to twelve, thirty four Street Gossip. Uh, our favourite is More Secrets, four forty to four eighty. So dazzling, thirty four. Osmos is a thirteen dollar chance. Now Osbred Flirt, market wise, it's been a very good push, fifteen dollars to five dollars. Premise eighty one, one oh one into summertime. Mountain Guess one twenty six, and Newlywed eighty one dollars. Right, this is uh, a little bit contradictory. What I'm going to say. It's a very quiet betting race. However, that will not be the case come uh, come start time. I think I heard a stat during the week. It was 11th highest turnover race of the year last year. Uh, at this stage, they don't want to get involved. Osbury Flirt, rather, best back. Duff, I've been getting a, a few winks and a few nods about Frumos uh, in the last uh, 24 hours. Yeah, I, I could understand that as well. What do you... Uh, look, this looks like the sole choice is a solo leader here, Brad. Yeah, I think Street Gossip comes across. Other than that, uh, where do you go to? Mirror View. Uh, Osbred Flirt is versatile, but she was uh, pretty devastating, ridden a little bit more conservatively there first up, and the punters have butted up again for her, haven't they? $5 yeah. now. So, yeah, there's a few little queries here. I think they'll be more intent with Frumos and Philosophile second up 1,600 metres from kind of gates. Uh, other than that, Osmos, yeah, maybe racing and sports have that right. Uh, it could be Ooh. given a, a bit of a rev up in the early stages. Yeah, uh, inconclusive map. But, um, look, I'm just referring back to the group form with more secrets. I'm hoping she can hold some sort of a position from Barrier 3 today. So it's a nice race for, for her, considering form lines. No real confidence about the race. So Renaissance Woman, last race beyond. Um, look, I backed her first up, and she's 
put on so much weight this prep. So I, I'm convinced she loomed and she had every hope, but she loomed up, knocked up, a lot better for the run. 12 Osmosis is the one I'm terrified of. Uh, I had my eye on her in Queensland. She's a French mare, second prep in Australia, always a good thing. Thought she did enough in a recent trial. And Frumos did, she went to that Pam O'Neill Group 3 second up at a mile, similar, similar profile last prep and got the money and I think she maps well today for McDonald uh, I hate leaving Osbred flirt out after the favour she did us the other day but I just saw a little tricky for her on the map there I am 10, 4, 12 and 3 Last leg of the quarter, the get-out stakes at Everest Day, and it's $4.80 the field, if glorious. you don't mind. Yes, yeah, so best funners. <laughs> 100%. 2, 10, 13, and 4, 2, Thalassophile. I thought she was one of the better value bets uh, across the meeting. So I know she gets out to the mile quickly, second up, having resumed over 1,200 metres. But I like the way that she tacked on late there behind Airman, who, of course, is going around in the Sydney stakes. Uh, I like the depth of her form line. She's a, a track and trip winner. Randwick, 1,600 metres. Maps to get the right kind of run. She can settle much closer. And on her day, uh, she's a good mare. So $13, I think. That's a touch generous. Ten more secrets. Uh, no denying her claims. Looking at the, the weight scale here, set weights and penalties, she's the best-placed galloper in the field, and she's got the best depth of form. So easy case to make for her. Uh, beaten five lengths there behind Espiona, but does have that queen of the surf. Uh, what placing last campaign where she ran third 13 Osbred Flirt another dry track suits her uh, the drier the better uh, and four Renaissance woman Woman, I tend to agree with Duff there and that she did loom to win that race first up and, and just ran out of carrots that last little bit so strips fitter stays at the 1600 metres and she can only improve off that so 2, 10, 13 and 4 to bring us home Darren comes home 4, 7, 10 and 13 for Renaissance woman for Darren Flindell. Ron Duffersy, what's your best forever day? Yeah, hard day for specials, and I'm sure it's one of those days where everyone's got their own opinion, but my best gamble's race eight, number 12, Benedetta. Race eight, number 12 for the Duff. What about for you, Brad Gray? Race five, number seven, Opal Ridge. I think she wins the Kosciuszko, and the best value, race nine, number one, think it's over. And look at that for timing, two seconds to go. I mean, we run a tight ship here, boys. Yeah. What can I say? Enjoy it, Duff. Thanks. Looking forward to it. Yeah, what a day. Where are you watching? Um, I know you you like to watch in the comfort of the lounge room. Are you going to do it? <laughs> are you going to do it to us again on Everest Day, or are you going to come out here and? Oh, I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll be over in the the tab section. Ah, yes, oh, of course. Yeah, See, yeah. when there's a sweet go and a free <laughs> go, negotiating. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> That's been the Randwick preview. We'll look at Melbourne, other side of this break. Good morning to our Sky Racing viewers. The coverage of Racing HQ continues on Sky Sports Radio.